Hey, Misty. Hey, Marillas. I mean, this is a world record. I cannot believe we have met consecutively for three weeks. <laughs> Our children were not sick. It wasn't a holiday. A tornado we, did come, but it missed us. It was not close by. It wasn't close. It was in the town yeah. over, Misty. It, so. Yeah, it wasn't close. <laughs> so there's no sickness. Our kids didn't have a stupid ball game or... Quit excellent. Event that we have to go see them. Yeah, my kids are on athletic. Um, yeah, I mean, have you met us? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, I have tried so hard to teach everything indoors. Yeah, me yeah. too. My sister used to say that my favorite way to experience the outdoors is with my window rolled down. Yeah. In well, the car. I mean, I just told mine, I'm like, you're so good looking that if you were athletic too, it just wouldn't be fair it's to everybody lot. else. Okay, true story. Many years ago, this was before I even had... My seven, my six-year-old, my 15-year-old was about six or seven years old at the time. Mm-hmm. And we got home. It was a beautiful spring day. We got home, and I opened the car door, and I, and I got a phone call. So I sat in the car for a second with the door open to take the phone call. And when it was done, my daughter was right there, right next to me, and she says, what is that noise? And, and I was like, what are you talking about? She had that noise. And so I listened, and I looked up into the sky, and true story, it was birds. She did not know what they sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> what is this nature? <laughs> She's like Nell from the movie Nell. <laughs> what are these? Butterfly. <laughs> so. That so, bad. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you how I remedied it. I said we're gonna spend the day outside today. Yeah. So I went to the, my front yard. Mm-hmm. I grabbed a blanket and put it all over the grass. And just laid down the blanket, and she was out doing her thing, and I was out there with an umbrella to shield me from the sun with an iPad. Oh wow! <laughs> so I could read on my iPad while she was out playing. <laughs> now look, I'm not outdoorsy either. I'm not gonna pretend to be outdoorsy. But now Avery would want to be outdoors, and I'd be like, "Well, no, that's that's great. You've got about fifteen minutes, oh my and then we're gonna need to bring it back in because I'm allergic to the sun, and we have mosquitoes. Allergic to the sun, like it hates me, and we've got mosquitoes here, big as birds. Yeah. So that may have been a mosquito she heard. <laughs> no, no, it was birds in formation. <laughs> rat with wings in the sky oh my gosh Uh. yes so um now nova she loves to play outside she's constantly outside by herself by herself i can't yeah which brings us to another topic (laughs) (laughs) misty is a serious helicopter mom uh yes and i'm i'm a i'm a reasonable free-range mama like i don't Okay, I'm a free-range mama. You're very free-range. And I don't like to say helicopter mother. I just like to say good mother. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'd like to announce the end of this part. I mean, so. <laughs> <laughs> Call it what you will. If you would like to hear a discussion about <laughs> helicopter parenting versus free-range parenting, you will not hear it on this podcast. You will not. However... We have big news. We have big news. Amaryllis, what have we done? Oh, you want me to do it? I want you to do it. (laughs) Because Amaryllis, let me tell y'all, look, 
I know I'm super talented. <laughs> and I know that you tune in just for the accent alone. But behind the scenes, Amaryllis runs this thing. Like, <laughs> she edits. She is she is all the, the work and moving parts. And I wouldn't know how to do this if you paid me. So, so I'm going to keep the money. She's Well, I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> I've got three kids to put through college. Um, but Amaryllis has done something. We, we sat down and we brainstormed. And we thought to ourselves, you know, people love us. So much. And they love to hear us talk. All the time. And we've got so many things that we know about and are good about, and wisdom. Wisdom. Like wisdom we can share. And it's, it's really a crime not to share it. And so what we decided to do was, you know, here you get your, your documentaries, which everybody needs. But what is something that's not documentaries that you'd love to hear us talk about? And we said everything. We decided to take y'all off the dock for a little while. And Amaryllis, where can they find all this wisdom? Patreon. Patreon. And y'all, we are so cheap. I mean. We, are so, we have two levels. We have a $5 level and a $1 million $1 level. $1 million level. Yes. Yeah. Take your pick. Take your pick. Take your pick. We've already recorded a few things that we're going to post. Yeah. Um, we're taking suggestions. We'll do occasionally some serious things like we just did this week where mm-hmm. we posted about bully. Yeah. Um, that was originally, we were just going to post that on Patreon, but we decided it was We decided that message. was important. Yeah. yeah. So we just did it for everybody to hear. We've got a huge list of things that we're going to Yeah. We're be really doing excited. There. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. You know, we're not going to do anything boring. You know us. No. Um, it's going to be fun. If it's you, just going to be a new way for us to be able to chat and express ourselves. Yeah. Um, instead of only talking in w- within the parameters of the documentary, of which honestly we don't really have parameters with documentaries, but um, it'll just be nice to have like a different kind of vantage. Yeah. And the great thing about Amaryllis and I are, even though we are alike in in a lot of ways, we're different we're in a different. lot of ways too. So yeah. um, I think you'll. You'll get to hear two sides of every topic that yeah. we talk about. And we, like Amarilla said, we would love to hear what you guys want to hear us yeah. talk about. We can do Q&A. We can do topics yeah. that you guys want to hear. And I just think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm super pumped. Yeah, me too. Super excited about it. It's going to be good. Um, by the time you hear this, it will be live. And you can go on there and um, we'll be interacting with everybody. I'm so excited. Yeah. I can't wait. That's going to be fun. I can't wait. But right now what I'm super duper excited about is to talk to you we've been texting back and forth today we're going to talk about the tinder swindler i want to say it the way that eileen said it the tindler swindler (laughs) (laughs) i loved all these ladies accents on here like they were cracking me up the tindler swindler is something it's a person i had never heard of but apparently i mean it was a big story a while back i guess i mean i don't watch the news so i would never know well i, I mean i try to keep up but i don't remember hearing anything about this yeah guy. i don't either um it's on netflix it's brand new it just got released it's trending right now like if you go on there i think it's like number one in movies yeah so go watch it i mean it is so so good so good it's crazy now let me ask you something amaryllis because you know i was a child bride yeah. So I got married fresh out of high school. Um, I mean, I had my, my little dating time, whatever you can have within those few years. Yeah. But I never 
dated as an adult and yeah. I know that you did mm -hmm. did you ever use dating apps back then they were sort of at the start of dating apps uh -huh. and they were for like super desperate people they back were scary then. back they then right yeah they were scary you didn't know who you were gonna get and if you ever said the real taboo mm -hmm. desperate people is not the right way to say it it was just like they were super taboo like well, you nobody were wanted to, everybody was scared nobody wanted to use you them. were creepy but like now everybody oh there's no other meet, way to that's date. how you meet people yeah. right but I, I mean I, I remember I signed up for eHarmony Okay. Yeah, but I never went out with anybody because it was always kind of freaky to me. I mean, I remember when they first started coming out, and yeah, I can just remember thinking, well, this is a recipe for an abduction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody going to get kidnapped up in here. Well, I kind of thought when I saw the title of Tinder, Tinder Swindler that that's kind of where we were headed. Yeah. But, I mean, like you said today, that's just how you meet people. I that mean, is how you meet people. It just is. Yeah, it, and yeah. It's a, people do it exclusively. Yeah. Like, the, I mean, there's no reason to go to a – people don't do bars. They don't really know how to Well, interact. and they kind of find it more safe than just meeting someone out yeah. in public somewhere because they can link to their Instagram and they can right. go on their Facebook and they can find out things about them before they actually meet in person. Well, and there's also dedicated apps. So, you know, if you go on this app that you're simply looking for, like, a physical relationship or, if, you know, there's Christian dating apps and there's, there's eth ethnicity apps. You know, there's, like, if you're Jewish, if you're black, if you are whatever. Can I tell you just because I've been married for 23 years that I still get these emails to these dating apps. Oh, really? And I don't know what the algorithm is. I don't know what it is I search on the internet that is making them send these to me. But do you know the two that I get? Farmers.com <laughs> and, and meetblackpeople.com. So they obviously know that, that I'm country. Yeah. And I love black people. And you... So, and you I mean, which are, which are both true. You got, and I thought, well, I mean... Got some soul. I told Philip, I said, you better never let go of me. Because let me tell you, I got two <laughs> avenues to follow. And both of them look pretty... I got options. Pretty good to me. I so, got options. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? I lied to you. You always do. <laughs> Dang it. I lied to you. I did go on a date with somebody who I knew only virtually in cyberspace. Right. Okay. Long story short, it's somebody that I knew from like 1992 when my dad bought me my first computer. Uh -huh. And um, my internet service was all like, I mean, back then it was just text. And my favorite thing to do on this service was to play trivia. And it was full of people that were a lot older than I am. And then I connected with this one person. We'll call him Sam with this one person and we were the same age and you know it was just a nice back and forth I mean it was nothing yeah salacious and then over the years like with different you know that was early days of internet so if you changed internet providers you had to like give them your username or you couldn't find somebody fast forward to even the age of Facebook we have just kept up over the years mm -hmm. about 10 years into this relationship I found myself about two hours away from where he lived and I said hey I'm gonna be close by why don't you come down and he did he drove down he came and picked me up at my hotel we went to dinner before I got to his car I had been talking to Rhett we were not together at the time <laughs> <laughs> we had broken up 
and oh, and rat. he was like, "Are you going on a date?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm going on." Yeah, a date. I am. And um, and so he was like, "With who?" And I wouldn't give him details. So I put my phone in my purse, and I got in the car, and we left. About thirty minutes into this date, I looked in my purse, and that phone was still on, and he had been listening <laughs> to the date the whole time. <laughs> The whole time. Now, this person, he and I are, like, still friends. Like, we still interact on Facebook. He's married. He's got a child. He, We invited each other to each other's college graduations, to each other's weddings. Amaryllis, Rhett was probably in tears, knee-deep in a bowl of ice cream, listening to this date. Oh, gosh. Bless it. Bless it. No, he was, he was, he was, I think, entertained. Well, you know, that jealousy is good for him. Um... Listen, if you want a story about jealousy, I'll tell you the story about the time he got real jealous, and that was right before we got back together. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was not pretty. Not pretty. Anyway. But a happy marriage so. it makes. <laughs> sort of. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> I'm oh, That's what I meant to say. Edit. No, what I meant to say was Ta- like, jealousy is not really great for a marriage. Timestamp. <laughs> Jealousy's not great for me. I mean, it's just good for you, man, to know you got options. If That's he, true. If he and act I right, got options. Okay? That's Let's right. Let us know. I tell him all the time, if you ain't doing the right things, just know I'll be very popular on the market. Be okay. I'll be okay. I'll do just fine. I'll be just okay. fine. Okay. So these women on this documentary, they had not found their person yet. Yes, and these women, especially our our first friend, what, what did we decide her name was? <laughs> <laughs> well, a few minutes ago, we were talking about it, and Amaryllis goes, now listen, when we start talking about this, her name is Cecilia. Not Cecilia, <laughs> but Cecilia. And I was like... Cecilia, like E-H, like the sound, E-H, not Cecilia. A. In what? my mind, there's a difference. Cecilia and Cecilia. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, I've been calling her Cecil. <laughs> Cecilia. 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 Right? Gosh. Is it, am I saying it how you like it? Cecilia. Well, listen, you say it however you want, and I'll just acknowledge it. <laughs> Cecilia. Um, yeah, so Cecilia had been a longtime Tinder user. 1,000 Tinder dates. Girlfriend. And she. That's a lot of dates. That's a lot. I don't know if she had that many dates, but she had that many matches. Matches. Right? You know what? You're right. That's how yeah. out of touch I am with this kind of technology. Cecilia Emeralds is trying to sell you <laughs> as a common. <laughs> you did not go on that many dates. Um, but <laughs> she had that many matches. She's young. She's, she's beautiful. beautiful. Oh, my gosh. And she's, she's blonde. Um, and she was looking for herself a Prince Charming. Yes, she was. Because she's... let me tell you what Cecilia knows. It's that she's young. She's blonde, and she's beautiful. Yeah. Also, hey, she's from Norway. Do you think she knows us? <laughs> Did y'all know? <laughs> Cecilia, if you're listening right now, <laughs> this is the number 34 podcast after show. <laughs> it was several weeks In ago. In Norway. Yeah, it was several weeks ago. It might have dropped off. Right now, it's probably skyrocketed to number four. <laughs> I just want to say. But let me tell you what we can brag about, and that is... South Africa. (laughs) Number five, people. Number five. 
South Africa, thank you. Shout out to Sherilyn from South Africa. Thank I you, think Sherilyn. she is our biggest mouthpiece. I think there. she's leading the charge. Yes. I think every time she goes to the stop and shop, she's like, have y'all heard of On the Dock? Thank you, Sherilyn. Thank you, Sherilyn. Thank you, Sherilyn. Yes. Um, <laughs> but back to what we were saying. Yes. She lives in London, but she's from Norway. Uh-huh. So she's on Tinder. Yes. And, and she- now, I, this is what I did not know. And this is just another one of those, you know, you think you know about stuff. I thought Tinder was a hookup app. I Yeah. Like, I, I always thought Tinder was like booty call strictly. Right? Well, I don't know. You're talking to the wrong person. I, I don't mean, know. I mean, like, I know. I don't have a profile. And Marilis, I'm happily married. Gosh. Catalina, come here one second. This Catalina, is my daughter, are my you 15-year-old t- daughter. She might know. Catalina, are you on Tinder? No, she's not on Tinder. Here, come here. Get close to the microphone. If or get some, close to Misty's If somebody said, hey, Catalina. Don't touch your microphone. Oh, shoot. <laughs> if somebody, now i got to put it back. Um, if somebody said, hey, Catalina, I met this guy on Tinder, what would you think that that the reason for that would be like would you think oh well they're really serious about finding the love of their life or would that you no, would you think i would think they're, they're kind of a creep they're kind of a creep yeah. like they're trying to get get it yeah. do you okay. think that they were kind of trying to just hook up i mean is tinder like yeah. a hookup app is it a hookup app i mean i wouldn't look for the love of my life on an app you wouldn't no oh, okay oh well this one's evolved <laughs> <laughs> wow so we just said everybody finds much. their love on a on a hook on a dating app. Not this one. No, that one wants to go back to the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> Can you get me an arranged marriage? We've been trying to talk her into it her whole life. I would love nothing more. Oh my gosh! Like the Patels? Yes, the Patels. If y'all hadn't listened to the Patels, go listen to that one. Yeah, but that audio is pretty terrible. <laughs> we did. Was that <laughs> the, the one we got kicked we out of did. the coffee shop? <laughs> No, that's the second one we ever did. I forgot to turn on the mic, so the so our audio is strictly oh, through the recorder. That's right. Yeah, but it's such a fun documentary. But it is anyway, fun. I've been trying to do arranged marriage ever since, and she keeps saying she just no. ain't having it. So, but yeah, Tinder. I always you're right. I mean, I kind of associate it with just like hook up and fun. Yeah, but she said that that was not just all that people used it for. That there are people yeah. on there that look for serious relationships yeah. through there. Which I mean, I totally get. I mean, I guess if you're if you're seeking love on the online option, I guess you kind of go on several, I would think. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, kind of like buying a house. Why Why just stop at one real estate agency? <laughs> Hit them all. I mean, Lord, you don't have to look at this thing the rest That's of your life. That's what the people on 90 Day Fiance do, is they search for all their people on different apps. Are they? Yes. Oh, okay. I well. Know. That's such trash TV. Remember I told you I love reality. Oh, I, I remember. Yes. Um. Well, let me tell you what happened to Cecilia. She found a winner. Oh. And she hit a winner. the jackpot. Um, she comes across a man, and she's like, my goodness, this guy's handsome. He's 28 years old. She goes on his, I mean, you can tell she's a pro. She goes on his Instagram, and she's like, he's got a lot of friends. My goodness, he's well-dressed. He looks like he's he's goes to a lot of different places and so she swipes right baby she checks him out across all social media platforms and he has got a footprint and he fits the bill Mm -hmm. and she said simon let's do this thing yep and she found a match so obviously he had swiped right on her as well yep so so they make a date to go have coffee at the four seasons right four seasons very high-end hotel okay they're in london Mm -hmm. and uh, when she sees him immediately, she's like, Rrr. She said, yeah. 
That's my cup of tea right yes. there. Yes, handsome, magnetic. She said he's special. Well-dressed. Yeah. I mean, he was kissing a puppy on his profile. Everybody knows that's what you do if you want to get a match. Absolutely. That's husband material right there. Now, let me tell you the only thing that did throw me off of Simon, and I thought, well, that would have been a red flag for me from the get-go. What's that? Um, He was wearing some real strong transition lenses. (laughs) And... (laughs) I cannot get on board with it. He's Israeli. There is a lot of sun and heat in Israel. I mean, when you can't tell when he's reading a book if he's got sunglasses on or bifocals, that's a problem for me. The 1970s feels shady. (laughs) And so I don't trust you. If you don't have the time to switch out glasses, I have questions. Okay. Okay? (laughs) You would have swiped left. That would have just made me say, "Mm, probably not. So, so he is the CEO of LLD Diamonds. He's the son of the King of Diamonds, which makes him the Prince of Diamonds. She just found herself a real life prince. So he says, uh, she tells him, he tells her that he's got a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out with baby mama. They're still friends. He comes to London to visit with her and the baby every now and then. Right. And hey, you know what? I really like you. Why don't you get on my private jet to go to Bulgaria right now tonight i know we just met (laughs) but let me put you on a private plane where you don't have cell phone service right and let me sweep you away to another country she says that sounds fantastic cecilia (laughs) (laughs) okay ding 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 back and we look at the way things have gone wrong Uh (laughs) this seems to be the first step first the transition lenses (laughs) and now he wants to take you to a different country The same night that he meets you, I'm going to go ahead and say, um, I feel like I'm getting kidnapped. Look, I know that that makes us sound judgy, but I'm going to keep it real. Yeah. 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 Not safe, y'all. No. I mean, please do not do this. If you are listening to this, do not do this. Cross-country trips are not okay for first dates. No. Ever. Cross-the-world trips are not safe. I I can't. Yes. do not do this. Yeah, but now she gets on this private jet, and not only is it her and him going, uh-huh. but baby mama and the baby's going. And his bodyguard? And his body, like he's got a whole... Business partner? Yeah. Like, what's what's that? Uh, entourage. Entourage. He's got an entourage. He's got a whole entourage. And not only that, he puts her on this plane and starts feeding this girl sushi? Uh-huh. Caviar? Well, when they left the Four Seasons, he put her in a Rolls to go back home and pack her bag. Uh Uh-huh. And then the Rolls brought her back to the airport. And she gets on the private plane. Yeah. And she's eating all kind of seafood. Mm -hmm. And y'all, that stuff's expensive. Yep. Not only that, um, girl, you could have got a parasite on that plane. (laughs) That's not good. I think parasite is the very last thing I'm thinking about. I'm just saying... Word to the wise for all you daters out there, seafood is not a good choice for your first date. That's probably true. That is wisdom. That right can there. turn on you in a hot second, <laughs> and you're going to be in that private bathroom for a long time. And that is a real small space. And that'll kill a mood like <laughs> nothing else. She could blame it on that two-year-old. How about he'll be like, um, we've got turbulence, let's turn around. <laughs> It worked out for her. So when they get off the airplane, when they land, 
They he puts her in the car with his baby mama and the two year old. But not him. He's not in the car. No, they get in the car together. Mm-hmm. They get in the car together, and baby mama says he's such a great dad. Oh, we don't get along anymore, but he pays for um, all of the baby's needs, and yes, he's just a great person. And so that made Cecilia feel really good. It makes Misty feel ding ding ding. Yeah. Why is your baby mama on our date? Right. Right. Odd. Yeah. It was yeah. weird, and nobody really questioned it. She just yeah. was like, "Okay, I guess." That's I mean, just she's how it is. just like so overwhelmed by the opulence. That oh yes, and that well, that's the plan, right? She's just going along with it because yeah. I think she's kind of like, "This is like a movie." So, so then they get in the elevator on the way up to the hotel room, and he takes her like it's a movie, and gives her this huge movie star kiss, and then then things happen. Uh, can, can I please <laughs> tell you? So this girl is like, she's. She reminds me of myself because she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to video this stuff. Like, nobody's going to yeah. believe me. Yeah. I mean, I would do the same thing. I'd be like, selfie, sending it to all my girlfriends. Yeah. And what she did and her girlfriends were like, girl, get out of there. What? <laughs> Call your daddy. What's happening? Like, they were concerned. And she's yeah. like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yolo. Well, you see, this, you see this video where she, like, kind of leans over and, like, gives him a peck on the cheek. Yeah. And I was like, girl, he just fed you lobster. Yeah. He's going to be expecting more than a peck on the cheek. <laughs> and he got it. And he got it. He got it. He got yeah, it. He got it. So while um, while they're together, she notices that he's got, like, these terrible marks on his back. And he, he said, you know what? I have to admit to you. <laughs> okay. Now, this is, this, is when, this is after she's met him for the coffee date. Like, three hours later, she was in a Rolls to go get her clothes. And then, like, an hour after that, she's in the Rolls again to get on the private plane. And then she's, she's on a private plane. And now she's in a completely different country different than continent. where she started with. Yeah. This is all within 24 hours. And they And, <laughs> and they he goes, are I do have to admit something to you. Yeah. I was in South Africa jail. <laughs> where we're number five. <laughs> if you were there today, you could listen to us, okay? Sorry, this was back when you, you weren't able to. He said, uh, she said, um, he, he said, I've, I've been in jail in South, South Africa, which is, um, he said, denied his guilt, and he had been targeted because he was Jewish, he said. He said he had been manhandled. Yes. Yeah. 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 Take so, that for what you will. He what? He said, I've been manhandled. <laughs> yes, he did. And I said, take that for what you will. <laughs> um, sc- sc- scratches on your back does not a manhandling make. No, I it doesn't. Like. It doesn't add up. It doesn't so, add up. But here's, so this is the point where, this next thing is the point where I say, okay, well, this has been fun, and this guy is not for me because it turns out he's been in jail. And now he says, you know what? Um, I'm really too busy to have you on this trip. I really need for you to go home. Yeah. So he sets her home. He said, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yes. I'm going to need you to hit the road. And I think at that point, after I'd made several mistakes, yeah, I would say, okay, my luck has run out. It's time for me to go home and get back on Tinder. Yeah. Cecilia, this is this is the part where you call your mom and daddy. Yes. And you say, come get me. I've messed up. I've, me- <laughs> I've messed up. Instead, they develop a relationship. She thought she wouldn't ever hear from him again after he kicked her off the trip, but he kept <laughs> calling her. And he sent her flowers, like this huge, beautiful bouquet of flowers. He said, I just can't stop thinking about you. I can't stop thinking about you. And then once he got back to London, she got an email that said, come to me. <laughs> He summoned her. Have 
about there is a certain level of cheese that I cannot get past, okay? <laughs> and things like come to me, I would be like, um, I can't do it. Come to me. <laughs> come to me. And then she does. <laughs> I mean, now, listen, she has found out that he is a diamond mogul. And so he, she has looked him up. Yeah, and, and I he's thought, legit. And I think she looked at that and she was like, okay, well, I mean, yeah, he's a little odd. He's a little eccentric. And, um, you know, he did kick me out of his room right after we made sweet love together. <laughs> but he's a busy guy. And so this is just the life of a diamond mogul girlfriend. That's like, just how it is. I just got to kind of get on board. But you know what? He's sending me all these roses and he's, you know, he texts me good morning and good night. And he showed up in Oslo. She, like she had gone home to Oslo. Yeah. To visit her family. And she had been wanting him to come there. Yeah. And he was like, no, I'm too busy. And then they woke up one morning and he said, I'm in Oslo. Come to me. Come to me. <laughs> and she said, I'm on my way. So she's like totally smitten, completely taken in. And when he went to, sh- to Oslo, he was like, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? And it's around this time that he says to her, you need to know that I have threats on my life because of my wealth and the line of business I'm in. Because so she looks up the Leviev family, and it's one of the most powerful families in the world, and they have close ties to Putin in Russia, (laughs) which you want no part of that. Mm -mm. You want no part of that. Mm -mm. So uh, meanwhile, he's still been on Tinder changing his pictures and his profile. (laughs) And she's, like, updating them. Yeah. And she was like, boy, you're still active. He said, no, I'm not. He said, you're, uh-uh. mis- you're mistaken. Uh-uh. I've deleted mm-hmm. it. He's a this, serious gaslighter. I know I'm kissing a kitten now instead of a puppy, but that's the same picture. It's the same thing. You're just it's the you're same mistaken. Thing. I've not even. So, he said, I've deleted that. I'm not on Tinder anymore because I want to make a family with you. Yeah, yeah, I don't even do that anymore. So he asked her to move in with him, and she was like, yay. So she starts doing virtual tours of apartments in London. He said, listen, I need you to keep it at about 15000 a month. Please, not anymore. Not not anymore. Not a penny more. And she is like, done. I'll go do all the tours. Mm-hmm. I'll get us an apartment. She's, She's having the time him. of her life. Mm-hmm. and um, She hadn't seen him in weeks, but <laughs> She said, I don't even know your middle name, I don't. but <laughs> I, I will birthday? sign off on this $15,000 a month apartment. Yeah, totally. Petitier. What do they call it? Is that right? Petitier, right? Yeah, Petitier. Petitier. So the budget's 15000 She signs a lease. She, she signs a it. lease. Yeah. In the middle of the night, she gets this text from Simon, and his bodyguard, Peter, is totally bloody. He had been, he'd been beat up. He... He woke her up. He said, this is, my, this is the best part. He said, <laughs> he sends her these pictures, and he shows her pictures of him where his shirt is bloody, where mm-hmm. he's been helping feed her. Yeah. And he was like, hey, I just want to call and tell you we've been attacked, but I'm safe. He said, Peter Hurt, me safe. <laughs> but she, like, if he's totally safe, why would he wake her up? Why wouldn't he wait till the next day? And why are you FaceTiming from an ambulance? <laughs> I feel like they're going to be like, sir, we're a little busy. I need you to, to put that down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's got pictures of him. He's got pictures of this bodyguard. They're did you, scary. Did you like how, how Peter, in that picture, he looks like he's passed out, but when he gets on FaceTime, Peter's awake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, Peter's come back to consciousness. Smelling salts. Smelling salts. salts. That's yeah. all it took. Smelling salts. For me, well... So then, in the middle of the night, he, she, she, she gets that phone call, and then he says, 
you know what, for security reasons, I can't use my credit cards anymore. Mm -mm. Could you please let me borrow your credit cards for a couple of weeks? Two weeks max. Now listen, that's when my discernment kicks in. Okay, if I've been taken, if I've been swept in by all this other stuff up until now, right then is when I'm going to say, hmm. Say I didn't even notice the transition lens. This (laughs) is when I'm going to say, hold up. Yeah, this is when I say, now Now this doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, even if you can't use your credit cards, um, you're a billionaire. So yeah. where's your cash? Where's your right. money? And if you can't use a credit card, you can go to a bank and withdraw money. Also, even if all of that is true, even if you can't use your credit cards, even if you have been beat up, mm-hmm. if all of that stuff is true, I want no part of it. This is where we break up. This is where I can't hang anymore. Right. Here's what is going to happen between Simon and I. Simon's going to say, Misty, I need to borrow your credit cards for about two weeks. And I promise you I'm going to pay everything back. It's it's totally for my safety and security. And I'm going to say, Simon, I maxed that out at TJ Maxx a month ago. (laughs) My limit is only $1,000. And that's been gone. So That's half a night at the... Four Seasons yeah, Bar. Yeah, I can't help you. Yeah, uh, to me, that's the part that I'm like, I, I, can't, I get it. I get being swept up. I get being charmed. Yeah. Um, but, Are you telling me but, you're a billionaire and don't have an accountant? Right. There has to be some discernment involved. And I don't want to sound at all like I'm victim blaming because she was for sure a victim. Absolutely. But I like to think that I might have, my, my brain might have kind of trumped my heart at that moment. I think that was the issue here is her heart had trumped her brain yeah and she's also in a situation to where she's seen all this wealth yes. I mean it's first I mean, now let me tell you the way he does this is he's got a method it's immaculate okay yeah. I mean because who's going to be on a, a private jet going in Rolls Royces staying at the Four Seasons all these things and think oh this guy don't have any money yeah he just showed you he's got all this money. Yeah. So in her mind, she's thinking, well, this is my boyfriend. This is yeah. what you do. Like, and we've talked we're about, moving in together. Right. We've talked about building a family together. He's, he's paying for our lifestyle. What is what is me loaning him, you know, a right. couple thousand dollars to get through the week? So he also asks her to bring $25,000 to him in Amsterdam. So she took out a quick loan. She gives him the credit cards. She takes out a quick loan, Mm-mm. and she did as she did as he asked. She gave him the money, and um, but then all of a sudden the security team identifies another threat. Oh no! And then he made her make all her social media accounts private. Yes. Nobody can know that we're together. Uh uh-uh. uh Nobody can know. No. No. And then and I'm gonna send you. I'm transferring you all this money back. Don't worry, because she's worry. she's freaking out. She's like, of look, course. I've taken out nine loans. For you over this yeah. time. I, I have to get some money back. I have to start making I've payments. Bills to pay. And he says, I'm making the transfer every other day. It's Hopefully that transfer will come through soon. And yeah. she's like, look, I'm getting nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't have anything. So, she, like I said, she did as he asked. And then the security team identifies another threat. And Peter calls and says, there's been a security breach. They're coming to get him. I can't tell you where they're going. Turn the, Like they're together. Like mm-hmm. they're actually physically together. Yeah. And so they have this huge, oh my gosh, we have to turn the lights out. I got to get him. <gasps> so it's like they basically come and kidnap Simon while she's there with him. She's freaking out. Yeah. And 
she has no idea where he's going because it's a security breach. Right. So turns out that Simon left and ended up in Stockholm, which is where we meet Pernilla. Hey, Pernilla. Pernilla, young, beautiful. Blonde. And blonde. Yeah. Simon's got a type. A little bit. Yeah. So we meet Pernilla, and she says she don't need a man, but she wants a man. I love Pernilla. I love Pernilla. Pernilla said, look, I swiped. Because he was a good-looking guy, but I got there, and he was kind of short. <laughs> <laughs> there was no connection. She said, and, and I liked him as a person, but, like, he tried to make a move, and I just was kind of like, mm, not really feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> she looks exactly like Ellen Pompeo. She does. I mean, like, to me, a prettier Ellen Pompeo, not that she's ugly, but, yeah. like, a, a more attractive Ellen Pompeo. Yeah. She, to me, I could not, every time I looked at her, I was like, that's Meredith Grey. Both of these women were gorgeous. Yes. So she matches with Simon. They communicate via WhatsApp. He sends her a plane ticket. Can I stop you real quick? Of course. So here was another thing that I would not have known. Okay. This was, this is a red flag that me as someone who finds herself very social media savvy. And I think I know a lot of stuff. Philip and I were, I sat with him and he watched the ending of this with me. And he goes, never text somebody from whatsapp if you're on the up and up right and i said what do you mean and he goes he's right he's like it's encrypted like you don't have to use your cell phone number it can automatically delete everything he's like that's shady like why would he only he's like i see every one of these girls that he's communicating with he only uses whatsapp and he uses it for facetime Mm -hmm. and he uses it for text he was like that's crazy shady Mm -hmm. and I was like I would never know that I would just think oh well that's just what he likes to use maybe he gets better connection or because I don't know anything about what's you know what I did know that but I didn't even put it together but he's absolutely right it's encrypted that's what encrypted yep that's what people use um uh in Cuba Mm -hmm. my my mom has extended family in Cuba and so because it's free to use right and it's encrypted they'll call well Philip does um he does he has a resale business where yeah. he resells shoes and he said that's what i use to contact sellers sure. and buyers because i don't want them to know my personal information right you know because i don't know these people right um so yeah it is it is shady so i cannot AF. blame them for not knowing that i wouldn't have known that part yeah. so he immediately starts up with this whole thing where like he wasn't able to lure her as a romantic contact but he began to groom her as a friend. Yeah. So he sends her plane tickets. Um, she Googles him. She's like, okay, he's for real. He's from the Leviah family. And she sees the diamonds and all that stuff. Yeah, and, and he's inviting her to parties. And apparently he's, like, super fun. Like, yeah, you, get, you, you get to know him right away. He's, she said she felt like she knew him for 10 years after only an hour. Oh, yeah, she said instant connection. Yeah, she said when they walked into this into this restaurant super fine restaurant fine dining restaurant the entire staff welcomed them mm-hmm. they had special reserve caviar they went to a diamond museum um yeah. she said he's he's a total charmer he one time he flew over to wherever she was to have coffee for the day just the day just for the day yeah yeah so and then at some point they go to mykonos in greece which is somewhere i want to go so bad mykonos have you ever seen pictures of mykonos Mm-mm. you have you have totally seen pictures of mykonos anytime you, don't you know see what greece i've seen <laughs> first you lie to me now you're gonna tell me what i see and what i Look, don't see you've seen this you've seen pictures of greece where it's all the white houses on greece and you see the blue ocean at a, yes is it the big like 
The big uh, statue that stands up? No, that's that's in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> totally different part of the world. <laughs> Time stamp. <laughs> Edit that out. Nope, that's totally stated. <laughs> Alabama school system. Anyway, um, public. Uh, anyway, anyway, it's beautiful. Like Mykonos is just. I've never been to Greece. Like, I would just, it's just such a cool place. But yeah, seems like such a cool place. People anyway. always say, like, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? And I just have no idea. Really? I mean, I've never been anywhere. Like, yeah. I've been to all the southern states, sure. of course. I sure. mean, a lady of the south always does. <laughs> and I've been to the Dominican Republic yeah. because Philip won a trip through his job right but other than that I've never been anywhere you've not traveled so I don't I'm not well traveled and it's nothing I've ever like I'm not a person that's like oh I would love to see this place or I'd love to see that place um I get it and if I went I would be excited but yeah there's never been a place that I've just been like I have to see that before I die oh yeah yeah I don't know that there's any place that I would have to see before I die but or I you just would love to go to like just I would one- love to go to Greece I've never been to Greece I, I'm pretty well-traveled. I mean, I, my, my parents made sure that we were well-traveled when I was young. And then when I became an adult, I didn't travel as much. But Yeah. Um, but Greece is one place that I've never been to that I would, gosh, I would love to go. Yeah. But anyway, so they're partying it up. Simon has another girlfriend. Her name is Paulina. Mm-hmm. She's young. She's blonde. And she's beautiful. And a model. And a model. A Russian model. Yeah. Um, and, and Paulina gets to meet her. Like, they're so... Not, yeah. Pernilla Pernilla. meets Polina. Pernilla meets. Polina. I thought they said Bolina. Polina. P O L I N A. Okay. So, like, they're good enough friends that he's like, come meet my girlfriend. Like, and she's like, all right, cool. So, to me, it was almost like a sibling relationship. Yes. Like, they become family. Yeah. Yeah. So, they went to Rome to the Trevi Fountain, and Pernilla sees on the news that. The Levia family is being investigated for smuggling. Oh, no. It's terrible. And so <gasps> Simon calls Pernilla. Now, this is after a very long-term grooming situation. Yeah. Like they've developed relationship. Yeah, they got she the billionaire She loves club. her friend. Yeah. So Simon calls Pernilla, and he's like, hey, things are really bad. Check out these pictures of Peter. He's been attacked. <laughs> and let me tell y'all, <laughs> Peter was somehow attacked the exact same way he was, was attacked before. In the same clothes? The same bump on his head? <laughs> Look, I don't know. I suspect it was the same pictures. I suspect he was also passed out in that one, too. <laughs> but came back to life quickly. So, so so he sends her the same pictures, and he's like, oh, my gosh, you're not going to believe it. Believe it. Um, can you please let me borrow $30,000? Because We've all my attacked. cards have been suspended. I don't have any access to any money. So she does what any good friend would do. She empties her life savings and sends them to him. P.S. Amaryllis. I feel like you and I are pretty close, okay? Yeah, we are. And I feel like if I was in a real desperate situation that I could call you, and if you could help me, you would. Mm-hmm. I really doubt that if, if I'm in a bind, I'm going to say, listen, all I need is 30 Gs. <laughs> um, I feel, Just to get me by. I feel Just to like, get me by. I feel like maybe, hey, could you spot me a hundy? <laughs> Might be okay. And I would. Absolutely, I you would. would. But if I came to you and said, "Listen, I'm I'm down on my luck. I just need a little bit to just get me by. Could you do thirty thousand? And she did. It was her life savings. What in the? I'd be like, "What are you needing to do? 
that how about if you don't have any money yeah. you're just not gonna make it to the billionaires club this week so but listen so pernilla she does the math in her head She's like, this is the money that I gave him, and then I gave him, like, another 10000 and Oh, yeah, because it's like, never enough. It's never enough. And she said, but I'm doing the math, and he spent that money within two days because you got to pay for your entourage, your hotels, yeah. your caviar, your private planes. And how about this? How about your bodyguard didn't do a great job? So how about let him go first? <laughs> <laughs> Let's interview some new people let's just let's look around see if we can get a better deal because that one got bumped in the head and twice now twice in the same spot (laughs) so she gives it to him and he says hey don't you worry i here's the receipt for the 100k that i'm going to send you back because she eventually Mm -hmm. it adds up to fifty thousand dollars but he says thank you so much here's a receipt with a hundred thousand dollars he gave her the money back twice over let me tell you what what I've been involved in and that's when sometimes a Nairobi prince will email you and he'll yeah. say if you will transfer five thousand dollars into my account I'll transfer back a hundred thousand how many times have you done that Two, at three. least seven yeah um it never works out do you know I used to work at right my first job out of college was in the wire transfer department at a local bank really Yes, and back then, and that was 30 or 20-something, 20 28 years ago, a long time ago. I'm scared of other people's money. Um, it was scary at first, scary. but eventually I was nothing. This is $25 million, click. It was what? just, oh, yeah, all the time. Uh-uh. Millions, yeah, millions. We had one person who was like a lottery winner, and every month we would get his wire. What? Yeah, oh, yeah. How much was it every month? Like that person was maybe, I don't know, $3, 4000000 million every month. What? Yeah. They were getting, yeah. Oh, my god! It was crazy. Athletes and celebrities. And mm-hmm. every now and then they would come up yeah. in our wires. And so I would recognize the names. In any case, back then, I remember us having staff meetings. If anybody sees a wire come through that says, I'm in Nigeria, I'm looking for $5,000. If you send it back, the same thing that we get over email now. Right. So this is something that's been going on for from the time. beginning of technology. Yeah. So a long, 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 long time. Mm-hmm. It's just change the way we do the way we do it is more sophisticated now. Right. So and now it's more sophisticated to the point that a handsome young man can swindle smart young women. Yeah. Because these aren't idiots. They're no. not dumb. No. They just got swindled. Yeah, and they're women who are in like lucrative careers. Yeah. Like they're not yeah. like you said it's not like they're just like oh i didn't know yeah 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 like yeah. these are smart girls yeah they're smart girls so she's freaking out and she's so sad and she's crying and he's like don't worry i'm gonna i'm I sorry you. i don't know what happened i can't believe that you know what come and meet me and i have got these watches that i just bought and they're worth more than what you need so come and get one mm-hmm. so um around that time around that time she and cecilia figure out Mm-hmm. that there's some swindling happening well because cecilia had finally gotten to the point that That's she was right. like look i have to have money your yeah. your transfer's not going through so he says meet me i'll write you a check she meets him he writes her a five hundred thousand dollar check because she's already given him two hundred and fifty thousand dollars so he does the same thing with her i'm gonna pay you double thank you for helping me and she's like, okay. And he meets her with the check, but she said he is cold. Like, yeah. and they're still in a relationship. 
And so he, she was like, he was just cold. He was just kind of like, here's your check. And he just, he wasn't texting me like he normally would. And she said, so it scared me. So I immediately went to the bank and deposited the check. Um, and she said, I kept checking my bank account to see if it had cleared. It had cleared nothing, nothing, nothing. So finally she said, you know, I had to call the bank. And when I called the bank, they said, we cannot cash this check and we cannot tell you why. Yeah. And she was devastated. And Simon goes dark. And Simon goes dark. And basically she reaches back out to him and says, look, they will not cash this check. I have creditors. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm, I'm bankrupt. Like, you have to help me. And he says, mm, I wrote you the check. That's all I can do. Yeah. And then she didn't hear from him again. So then she calls Amex, and Amex sends investigators to her house, which I'm going to tell you, if Amex sends investigators to my house, first of all, I'm going to need a lot of Xanax. I would be so nervous. Oh, my gosh. So they send these two investigators over. They get all her information. She shows them a picture, and they go, yeah, that's him. And they lay it on her. They say, ma'am, you're never getting that money back. Yeah. $250,000. That's a quarter of a million dollars. I can't compute that. I can't compute that in my brain. And, you know, and poor Pernilla, she sent him all the money that she had been saving to buy herself an apartment. An apartment. That's her life savings. Her life savings. But in her eyes, she said, you know, what do I do? Do I say, oh, sorry, I need this new apartment? Or do I save basically a family member? Yeah. In hindsight, Pernilla... (laughs) Pernilla, you should have got that apartment. <laughs> you should have got that apartment. Yeah, but, that's right. I mean, I get it. I mean, think about if you were, one of your sisters called you and of said, look, I, I need this money. And you've got it. Yeah. And he had proven his wealth to her. Right. Again, he she wealth. had seen and had been like, gosh, you know, yeah. he's, uh, he's good for it. Why wouldn't I? So she, so she, calls, she calls her mom and... She, that she goes and hangs out in Norway. She even checks herself into a psych unit because she's become suicidal. And while she's in the psych unit, she starts thinking, what about all these other people? Were they in on the con? What about Peter? Was he real? What about baby mama? What about the baby? Right. Where, was she real? What yeah. is happening? So she reaches out. What she finally concludes is, I had to stop this guy. Yeah. I, I just, I had to stop him. So she contacts a journalist and, uh, or a newspaper and, uh, and they begin to help her. Right. And it's a really long and complicated story. But the short, and you guys, you have to watch this movie. You have to watch you it. You have to watch it. So the short of it is that it turns out that this guy has a huge rap sheet. Yeah. Stolen checks, forged checks. He's done checks. this to many women. He goes by many names, many passwords. In fact, in Finland, he's been charged and he was jailed for a short time, I think. Right. And as they're looking at some of the pictures of the women that he had swindled, they... They recognized somebody. And who was it? Baby Mama. Baby Mama had had been part of the lawsuit against him yeah. for swindling her. But then yeah. she decided, well, I've got a baby with him. I'll Can't just beat become, him, join him. I'll just be part of the act. Yep. And she did. Yep, she did. And then at some point, um, the journalists are talking to Pernilla, putting all these things together. Right. And she says, hey, by the way, he owes me money, and he told me that I need to fly out to wherever to meet him. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of all go undercover, and they find him, and um, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. So, but there is, they did do this huge um, expose on him, and mm-hmm. it went viral. Like, people were looking at it everywhere, and, of course, he denied the story. Yeah. Around the time that the story goes live, 
Somebody notices it's their boyfriend. Somebody notices that the guy in these pictures is her boyfriend. Yeah. In comes Eileen. She's not blonde, but she is young and pretty. And I love her. She's the hero of the story. She is the hero. Her heroine, whatever. Yes. So Eileen is sitting at the airport. She's about to meet her boyfriend. She looks on the phone. She sees Tinder Swindler headline, and it turns out that is her boyfriend in the picture. She's been with him for 14 months. months. Yeah. Well, he's got a modus operandi, man. He's got an MO. He is Mm -hmm. like groom, 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 groom for an extended period of time. Right. And then bam. I mean, he's got this thing down to a fine art. And the way that he operates is he has to be working with at least two or more women at the same time. Right. Because he has to have someone that's footing the bill for grooming the next one. Right. I mean, it's, it's a Ponzi scheme. It's a Ponzi scheme. Mm-hmm. And one girl pays for the other. Right. Which is like when Pernilla, when Pernilla met him with the journalists, mm-hmm. like it was all undercover. She knew about it. And the journalists were there just to try to get, try to get him. Anyway, right. she was like, she knew that he was spending other people's money. Mm-hmm. And she felt so bad. I mean, they were buying hundreds of dollars of food and wine. And yeah. she was like, who was paying for this? It turns out it was probably Eileen. Right. So Eileen, um, she said he was like super thoughtful. He remembered every anniversary. It kind of like, it was almost the exact, it almost parallel to Cecilia's relationship. Everything yeah. he did there. She discovered that all the texts that he had sent her were exactly the same text that he had sent Cecilia. Yeah. Because that was what was in the expose. Well, I mean, and she would she would talk about how, oh my gosh, he would send me these good morning texts and these good night texts and these I love you, you mean the world to me and all these different things and then it was like word for word. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's got a, I mean, it's almost like he's got a playbook. Like, he, it feels like he has a literal playbook. Oh, like, for sure. Okay, it's month two. Now it's time to send her the I want to build a family with you text. Right. I want to have babies yeah. with you. Yeah, I exactly. I love you. So, what, like, this all, when she took off on the airplane to go meet him, she noticed the article. She downloaded it. In those hours on the airplane, she read that article. Mm-hmm. She started to do some sleuthing, right, in those few hours. By the time she got off that flight, she was like, oh, man. She was like, oh, crap. I've got to stop him. I've got to do something. I've got to stop him. Like, she turned. You know what I like about Eileen? She turned her heart off. Like, oh, she completely was like, no. Yeah. You do not do this to me. And. <laughs> Stone cold. I loved it. Yeah. My favorite That's thing. I want my girls to be. My favorite thing about her is she kind of started thinking, you know, how do I, how do I not be. A victim of his anymore yeah and she started looking at his wardrobe and she was like i mean this dude's got gucci he's got prada he's got top of the line everything she's in the fashion industry she's in the fashion industry she's like his wardrobe alone has to be millions of dollars okay and so when he starts telling her he needs money again yeah she's like look i'm tapped out i've i've given you as much as i can give you but let me do this <laughs> send me your wardrobe send me your nicest things and i can resell them yeah and i don't i don't know if if you've ever done like ebay or anything like that but philip hates ebay because of me because i love to say i'm gonna sell that don't get rid of it <laughs> And I have boxes upon boxes of things in my garage that I've been selling forever. He told me the other day, he was like, you're going to walk in that garage and everything's going to be gone. I know. Have you not sold them? Like, you just don't want to take the time to do it? Amaryllis, I'm going to. 
Okay. I'm busy. <laughs> I have a podcast to do. Okay. okay. I've got <laughs> children to raise. I'll do it when I get time. Okay. But don't throw it away. So anyway, <laughs> there's millions and millions of dollars in those cardboard boxes okay. in my garage. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I mean, I still have Jimbery stuff from Avery. Oh, my gosh. It's like two T's. Anyway, so she says... Send me the stuff. I'm going to list it. I'm going to sell it. I'm in the industry. I know what this stuff is worth. And he goes, okay, absolutely. Because he's been caught now. He's the expose. He's not, he's run out of victims. Okay. And so he sends her all this stuff. And, um, in the meantime, he's like, listen, people are after me. I need you to go with me to the plastic surgeon. (laughs) She's like, okay, will you bring me all your clothes and your shoes, and I'll go with you to the plastic surgeon. And so the plastic surgeon comes in, and he's like, hey, man, you know, like, what can I do for you today? And he said, listen, I'm going to need you to change my eyes, my nose, my lips, my chin, my cheeks, and my hairline. The whole thing. Philip is sitting there, and he said, he just asked that man to do a face-off. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to be Nicolas Cage Straight or Travolta? up Travolta face-off. <laughs> and the the... The surgeon looks at him and goes, sir, I'm not going to do that for you. The only people that come in wanting that are criminals. And she says to herself, my God, I'm sitting in the doctor's office with a criminal (laughs) who's wanting his face reconstructed. Like, I have to, I have to finish this. So she's like, look, you know, you've got to hide, like you got to get away. And he's like, yeah, I got to go to this place or whatever. She's like, okay, you go and you stay there. I'm going to sell this these clothes and I'm going to send you the money and he says okay great and so she does she goes online she irons those bad boys she fixes them up nice and she starts selling them and buddy she's raking in thousands of dollars and he calls her and he's like where's my money and she's like oh I don't know it's coming it's coming oh he's bothering the crap out of her. you haven't gotten it yet oh any day now I'm going to send a wire. <laughs> and so basically, she's just using his ruse on him. Oh, yeah. She totally. Yeah. And he is pissed. He's not happy. He goes full on psycho mode with WhatsApp audio messages. <laughs> WhatsApp audio message, 20 minutes long. <laughs> I'm going to come. He's pictures of himself sleeping in hostels. <laughs> Do you know what a hostel is? Have you ever? Well, you said you haven't traveled much. Okay, so. No. I, the only time I've come across a hostel was when I was in college I was fortunate enough to travel to Europe. And for two weeks, I was with my school. Mm-hmm. Like, they have a house in London. And that's where I stayed. Mm-hmm. But then for two weeks, my friend and I traveled by ourselves yeah. around Europe. Yeah. And the cheapest places to stay are hostels. Mm-hmm. Like, literally $5 a night to spend the night in a hostel. What? And what a hostel is, is basically a dorm. And um, there's not really a lot of privacy. It and, looked like a prison. Um, I wouldn't call it a prison, but there are bunk beds and the, you know, the mattresses are about six inches thick. Uh-huh. They're not very big. Yeah. It's not a, it's a scary place because you're in rooms with people you don't know if you don't get a private room. So uh-uh. now I, my parents had fully funded my trip. I was super fortunate. They uh-huh. had funded my trip. They were paying for our hotels, but my friend, uh, was like we're spending too much money and and I was like my mom and dad are paying for it so <laughs> it's fine. Like, I'll be at the Holiday uh, Inn. <laughs> yeah, I was I I was a luxury girl. Yeah, 
And um, but she she was like, we're staying at a hostel tonight. Uh-uh. So we did. We stayed at a hostel in Austria, and I was ticked off because it like we went in there without like somehow they got it past me like it was my friend and then we had met these two other american girls along the way so it was the four of us staying in the hostel yeah and i was so ticked i mean hostel literally means dangerous well yes except it's it's h-o-s-t-e-l oh (laughs) (laughs) so and then like it's student hostels are like they're meant for young college students to Listen. better traveling. It was scary, but so here's this billionaire guy who had lunch at the Four Seasons a month ago, uh, and had people saying, "Welcome, Mr. Leviev." Yeah, and he's at a hostel for twelve dollars a night. He said, "Eileen, this is a one star." Yes. What? <laughs> what? What am I supposed to do here? And he sent a he sign that said, "Broke Happy Hostel," right behind him, and he. Was he looks like ticked. He's got his hair going everywhere. His way. beard is out. He's grown out a beard because now he knows he's being watched, hunted. Yeah. Let me tell you what my favorite thing was about these messages that he would leave. It reminded me of an of an eighteen year old Philip when we broke up. Okay. Now when Philip and I Philip and I broke up for a little while um, before we got back together and decided to get married, and I cut him off. Like yeah. when when we broke up, I was like. I'm not speaking to you. Yeah. I'm done. Like, cut off completely. Well, so he would call me, and he would leave me these messages. And so the first one would be like, I'm so sorry. I love you, and I miss you. And I just, I'm brokenhearted. I'll do anything to get you back. And then the next one would be like, Misty, I'm serious. Like, please call me back. Like, we really need to talk about this. Like, this is important. And then the next one would be like, I mean, are you not going to call me? (laughs) Um, We spent the last year together. Did that mean nothing to you? Am I just garbage to you now? And then the next one would be like, I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) I I was just emotional and upset, and it's just because I love you, and I'm literally crying right now, and I just, I need to see you. And then the next one would be like, I mean, you don't care that I was crying? I mean, I, I guess you don't. I guess you never love me. And then the next one would be, "I love you." <laughs> and so you listen to Simon's messages. It's the same. It's the exact same thing. He's like, "Listen, I'm in a bad way. I'm I'm homeless, and I'm 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 in a one star hostel with a beard, and I just I had to eat a hot pocket, and I don't know what I'm gonna do tomorrow, and." I'm living in a cardboard box. I'm drinking wine out of a box. It's crazy. <laughs> and then the next one, he'll be like, I'm going to kill your family. Yes. Like, lunatic. he went lunatic. I mean, yeah. off off the, like, I, I couldn't even believe it. Because he was like, you're going to pay. And you're going to pay not monetarily. Yeah. Like, did you like how he would never actually threaten her? Right. Like, he would never say, "I'm going to kill you," or yeah. "I'm going to hurt your family," or "This is not the last." I'm coming after you. He'll be. He'll be like, "When you close your eyes tonight, just know that I'm coming." Yeah. And this is not it. He's a lunatic. You will pay. And she's just laughing her head off because she's like, Meh. she figures out he's going to Prague, so from Prague to Athens. So she calls the police and they meet him in Athens. And did you did you notice how smart she was? So the way she figured oh, that yes. out was this dude is 
always online. Yeah. It don't matter if he's sleeping in a box, he keeps that cell phone bill paid. Yeah. And so he's always online. And, you know, on all these apps, you can tell if somebody's online, right. your green dots lit up or yeah. whatever. And so, and he's not smart enough to make it private. So <laughs> he's he's online all the time. Well, she sees his light go off. Yeah. And she was like, oh, crap. What, what time did his light go off? He's never offline for this long. Well, she looks and she goes, oh, he's coming here. So... I, let me look up flights from Prague to where she Athens, was, yeah. Athens. She looked it up. She found it. She calls the police, and she said, he's going to get off that plane. Sure enough. There he was. They arrested him. Yeah. But, you know, look, this does not have a happy ending. Because those women, I mean, they got a happy ending in the sense that he was arrested. But he was arrested <sighs> not for defrauding them. Mm-mm. They never got any of their money back. Um, they are... Uh, they are still in a bind. He served five months. He served five months. He was sentenced to 15, and he was released after five months. And he's but richer. None of the, but those five months weren't even for defrauding them. No. And he's richer now than he's ever been. He's since launched a business website, and he's charging <laughs> for business advice. As am I. <laughs> really? He's charging for business advice. You know what? Why don't we have a business advice section on our Patreon? Yes. It will be just as effective. I know just as much as he does. I mean, the the bodyguard and the business partner have never been charged. Mm -mm. His baby mama denies wrongdoing. Right. He lives in Israel a free man. He's never been charged. He has sports cars. He has a nice apartment. He's on his Instagram showing you all the places he's going. He's been, I read today that Tinder finally kicked him off. Well, good Lord. They were like, yeah, you've been found out. So they've kicked him off. (sighs) They said if we, they did his name because he had that, he had that um, Israeli name. his like given name. And then he had the Leviah family name that he stole. And then he had that other Simon whatever you would think the levi family could sue him for using their name yeah i suspect the levi family's not on the up and up either oh okay yeah well, i don't i don't know that they're but they i mean i think you're on the up and up huh, you do uh-huh they, i don't know anything about if they them, try but, to come after us i think they're fine but the diamond industry is not as notoriously not good oh. so well, that's sad because that's what we used to get married well yeah Makes me sad. But I mean, diamond mine. I mean, diamond mining is like a whole other topic. It's yeah. it's not good. Um, you've heard of blood diamonds. You ever heard of blood diamonds? Yeah. That's diamonds that are mined off the blood of people that are just working oh, hard. And, stop. Yeah, it's bad. Oh. Probably your beautiful new diamond. Stop. Is not, <laughs> it's not a blood. Congratulations diamond. on your blood diamond. <laughs> Thanks, Philip. Happy Valentine's Day. My husband got me a new engagement ring for. It's teeny tiny. If anybody wants to know, yeah, just so you don't come steal her. It's, it's teeny don't come tiny. kidnap her. Yeah, but don't it's so come, sweet yeah. and beautiful. Um, and he's defrauded an estimated nineteen million dollars. Good. How do you even spend that much money? Are, oh, that has to be. I mean, he very easily spent that money. I mean, if you are spending, uh, if you're spending it on on such. Private planes alone, you know, or just you would think somebody that a has a business where he's giving out business advice, you would think that at some point during this, he would be squirreling away a fund, yes, just in case yeah. things don't work out. And hey, guess what, Playboy? 
them looks don't last forever. No, they don't. And you need to scroll back some retirement. So you're telling me you don't have any money anywhere. Well, I think he's doing all right right now. I don't know what he's doing, but he's been found out. At least he's, you know, this is really the best thing for getting him off public. Also, he's got a beautiful girlfriend, an Israeli model. But sadly, like like with most bullies who do things that they shouldn't be doing and, you know, are praised for, yeah. you know, victimizing other people, he's probably never been more popular. No. Oh, he, no. You're I mean, right. there are people. It's like people that go to jail and then all of a sudden they become more yeah, popular. Well, it's like, like literally, you know, there has to be a group of people that, that praise him and, and oh, are yeah. like, teach me how. Well, when this, when the, when the piece originally went live, uh, those women were completely, they, they were ridiculed for having fallen for him and. Mm-hmm. They were completely shut, you know, and and many people were like, hey, dude, good for you. And look, let me tell you something. Women do dumb things when they are in love. Yeah. Or they think they're in love. Yeah. You don't, like you said, sometimes you don't think with your brain. You think with your heart. And, you know, I I would never blame these women and say, well, that's what you get. Or, you know. Sure. You you did this to yourself or whatever. No, I would never Um, say that to them. But. it's not true. No, it's not true. But you just don't make wise decisions sometimes yeah. when you're in love. And yeah. things that you normally would not do, you do. Things you normally would see, yeah. you don't see. Emotions love is blind. Are, emotions are a yeah. huge thing. They trump yeah. logic. I try so hard to teach my girls, especially my teenager. Gosh, I mean, you've got to think with your brain. Let's, let's think logically. Is this going to be good for you? You know, we talk about, um, you hear about, I don't want people to take this the wrong way. Please. This is not a victim shaming situation. No. Ever. But in the case of, say, a young woman who gets um, attacked or assaulted because she has left with somebody that she just met that night. Yeah. She's certainly not at fault for that. That's not to say nobody deserves that. Nobody. But I always tell Rhett, if I'm ever kidnapped and killed or assaulted, it's not going to be because I willingly left with somebody that I just met right. to go to their home right. and do whatever. Yeah, somebody can, has it, taken me. Yeah, so, and what I'm, I say that to say this, we've got to learn and teach our girls to make wise decisions. Yeah, I mean, there has to be and, non-negotiables. Yeah. E- even if it feels right or it it looks yeah, perfect. Yeah, or you trust him. Oh, I trust him. He seems like a really great yeah. guy because, it, you know, you look at these women that are talking and they are in love with this man and he is telling them exactly what he wants them to hear and what she wants to hear and what her mama wants to hear is somebody's telling to her daughter you know what i'm saying it's like they found in this man the person that they've been looking for and that they've been taught to look for oh yeah and any woman can say oh i would never but every woman i guarantee you and if you haven't you're you're just a blessed people any woman you can talk to can look back on her love life and go I can't believe I dated that guy. Absolutely. I can't believe I fell for his lies. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't know he was cheating on me. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't or realize. Just what a jerk. That know? he was a jerk. And I just, and yeah. I, I thought it was love. Yeah. Like, you know, we all make poor decisions. They just were in a situation that was way elevated. Yeah. Then, oh, well, he acted like he yeah. didn't have money for dinner. Right. You know? Right. So I just, I try to teach my girls like I said, especially that 15-year-old, I want you to feel love and I, I want you to have that feeling right. in your life. 
but be smart, be discerning yeah, and test things mm-hmm. because someone you love will never ask you for $30,000 that you've saved for your entire life. No. Someone you love will find a, a way to help himself before he asks you to make such a great sacrifice. Right. That's where discernment comes in. And that's sadly what, if, if that had been part of the equation, what could have saved some of these relationships or not relationships, um, women, you know, their money. And, but I, I, I don't look at them and I don't think you are stupid women and you can't believe you got taken mm-hmm. because I get it. Yeah. I get it. It's scary. Well, hopefully we're raising good girls. Um, all right. Do we have a shout out? Did we already shout out somebody? Oh, we shouted out our friend. Uh, Sherilyn. Uh, Sherilyn, yes. yes. And Sherilyn actually commented about our bully episode. Thank yeah. you, Sherilyn. Yes. Your message meant so much to me. I read it this morning, and it just it warmed my heart to know that somebody um, was able to listen and yeah. and get something out of it. So thank y'all for letting us do that episode. Yeah, too. that was. It's totally not our normal thing. It's not. We we'll probably thing. do some of that kind of thing on Patreon too. Yeah, because we do have a serious side. Mm-hmm. It's not just all fun and games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. It's mostly fun and games. It's mostly fun and games, but we try. All right. Now we need to be done because we have got some talking to do about, about another subject. About some... Free-range parenting versus helicopter parenting. Good parenting. Okay. We have very different views. Yeah. We're about to see. If y'all don't ever hear from us again, just know it was because of this next episode that we're about to <laughs> We killed each other. No. <laughs> We're never talking. We to always have again. to promise to still be friends after <laughs> our conversations. All right. Good night. Good night. <laughs>